Hello, this is Nancy Ray, your host for the Rebel Haven podcast, a show designed to inspire, educate, and empower our community of entrepreneurs that think differently. For as in the words of the great and late Steve Jobs, the ones who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones that do. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. I have a dream that one day, it's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Hello and welcome. This is Nancy Ray, your consciousness mentor and motivational speaker. Today we're going to be talking about the OK concept. Once again, I've mentioned this before in previous podcasts, but I've come to a whole new layer and level of understanding about this, which is so fun because that's what this process of evolution is all about. Am I right? So in coaching with a client today, I became really aware of how this actually shows up in our life, what we actually do that disconnects us from that oneness of knowing what to do. So the symptom of recognizing if you are out of alignment or not (laughs) operating from an okay concept would be if you're feeling cloudy, if you're having a hard time making decisions, if you feel, you know, just disconnected, like you're floating, you're confused, you find yourself in your logical mind creating pros and cons lists about what to do in your life, in your business, in your relationships, you know, should we go to that family reunion and you find yourself in your logical mind trying to understand it, you have in some way disconnected from that source oneness energy. The whole goal is union, union within self, union with divine unconditional love and that knowingness before we came here and the oneness of everybody here on the planet that we're all at the soul level one, one big giant awesome ball of love. (laughs) So if you're feeling like you're struggling, you feel disconnected, you feel confused, somewhere you've separated from self. And what do we, you know, so what do we get to do about that, Nancy Ray? What does that mean? Well, one of the core ways that we disconnect from the oneness is judgment. Judgment of right and wrong of what other people are doing. If they're eating meat, oh, that's right and wrong. And the minute that we do that, we've categorized them and we've created separation. Judgment creates separation. Um, I like to say when people talk about like constructive criticism, I'm like, there's no such thing. All criticism is destructive. Certainly we can talk about opportunities. Certainly we can talk about like desires of what we want, or we can talk about boundaries, but criticizing, which is the judging and the wrongness of someone is never, ever constructive. It immediately creates separation and disconnect. We see egos getting triggered into needing to defend. Egos are all about survival. And if somebody is living a certain way, that is attached to that being necessary for their survival. So one of the things that we can do to really assist in allowing those walls to dissolve around needing to really hold to a previous understanding or belief, like maybe it's about eating meat or not eating meat, doesn't really matter, is to surround the whole situation with unconditional love and acceptance. Now, our external world, our external relationships, what people are doing, how our business is running is a reflection, a mirror, an opportunity for us to heal the division within self. 
It's all a mirror, an opportunity to come into union within the self. So when we judge or criticize some, what somebody else is doing, there are somewhere in us that we are doing that, that we're holding ourselves to some sort of ridiculous standard. So I'm going to be super vulnerable, um, which is, you know, kind of my MO here and lay myself on the operating table a little bit so we can dissect how this actually shows up in our life. So for a long, long time, I had this program around survival and around, you know, being loved and being safe, which was attached to external accomplishments, like physical 3D manifestations of what was on the 5D level. It was like, oh, if, you know, if I'm really skinny and fit and like ripped out of my mind and like 10% body fat, and if I have, you know, you know, $50,000 a month launches, and if I have this like epic soul connection with my partner, boom, then I am, I don't know, highly evolved and I am better than I am safe than I can survive. That was the belief. So what would happen is I would judge other people doing things that I wouldn't do. Obviously, that's where judgment comes from. So for example, rates, rates with coaching and coaching services or even like my speaker rates. If I would see somebody charging way more or way less, boom, a judgment would come in. And it's immediately creating separation and a criticism of that person, right? So one of them would be weight. And I've heard people talk about this a lot. And I used to say this stuff. It was like all the bullshit coming out of my mouth, (laughs) which was, I do not feel like I can trust or receive uh, valuable services as far as coaching and mentoring, whether it's for business, relationships, whatever, from somebody that is out of alignment with their body. If someone's overweight, they're out of alignment with their body, then basically everything else that comes out of their mouth is not aligned. (laughs) It was like total bullshit, right? Complete and total bullshit. Some of the most amazing aligned, like preach it sister words I have heard are from people who are in the depths of darkness, of addiction, or literally standing in the ashes of their life that they burnt down. Relationships, businesses, whatever. They can channel badass stuff. Because the truth is, the physical reality that we're seeing It's not the true truth. It's just the momentary experience. We all still have the capacity in any given moment or second to align epically to source and to bring in powerful things. And you can learn from anyone, anywhere, at any space. So I had this judgment, like a better than less than judgment of kind of condemning and putting them down. All that was, was a mirror of my own pattern, which was I was not worthy of clients. I was not worthy to receive. I was not worthy to live in my gifts unless I was basically perfect. I had all these things in every area put together. So that reflection that I was seeing of that judgment and that criticism creating separation from, you know, any coach that's overweight or any coach that charges less than this amount an hour, that separation was a mirror of the separation I was creating in myself, my misalignment from truth. So what's super fun here is the opportunity is to heal the union between Nancy Ray and Nancy Ray between me and me and bring it back. And how that really happens is by complete, total, unconditional love and acceptance about where I am right now. And I'm coming to understand this is really on the edge of what I'm understanding now. So play with me here on the edge of consciousness where I'm still allowing myself to receive and activate the highest, fullest truth around this. What I'm coming to see about love, like the purest form of love, not just like a chemical emotive space of the emotion of it, but the actual reality of it is love is a, not necessarily an action and it's, it's not necessarily even like a noun. Love is a kind of like a state is how I'm seeing it, where 
it's, it's void of yearning. Now, this word yearning is like a new word in my everyday language. Yearning being like this deeper, more than a need, more than a want, more than a desire, like this aching for something. So unconditional love is void of yearning, void of yearning for someone or something to change for it to feel whole and complete. So um, I talked about this on, a, on, a, on an, a coaching call earlier today for Inner Circle, which is this concept of unconditional love being really hard in the 3D level. Like here in the physical world with this human body that's very dense and not always operating at the highest you know, vibration and frequency that's very stuck here in the human experience, it's tricky to see examples of that unconditional love. Obviously, one of the highest, purest forms I've seen is the archetype of motherly love. And even that being said, I know as a mom, I do not always align with unconditional love with my kids. Why? Because there is evidence of yearning. There's evidence of yearning of my kids to change their behavior and to act different. Now, I know this can feel like, well, duh, of course I want that for them because, you know, the highest form of love is I want them to be fully happy and I can see that this is how they're going to get there. Except what that really is, is a projection of agenda. Me wanting to be fully happy, requiring them to be showing up a certain way. I can't be fully happy unless they're happy. I can't be fully happy unless they're a dentist. (laughs) I can't be fully happy unless they're living in their gifts. Even if your desires for them, like the space you hold for them and what you see and want for them, seems from the outside like this really high, noble intention and yearning, it's still fucking yearning. And yearning disconnects us from full, unconditional love. And I know, in the human world, Like eliminate yearning, ha ha ha, that's really, really hard to do. This is something people have been trying to do from the beginning of time. It's the beginning, it's our first step in ascension, in our evolution, is to really tap into and understand unconditional love. And the best place to do that is inside between you and you. And this is where you can take what is right now and surround it with complete and total love and acceptance. That where I am right now is, is okay, is more than okay, it's perfect. And I trust my higher self. I trust the evolution. I trust the process. And right now in my process, it looks like this. You can certainly want to make decisions that are more aligned with truth, right? And I know, again, that, that this can become the paradox of, well, then I'm still yearning. Wanting to align with higher truth and judging and condemning self are different. It's looking at the past and knowing even if I could go back and change this, I wouldn't. I see that it, it was meant to be in that way. And this is not just something we say to make ourselves feel better. There's a difference between embodying the truth of the big, big, big way zoomed out picture of trust and surrender and divine timing and divine orchestration and divine unfolding. And just saying like, it is what it is, or it was meant to be because it was, that's just some sort of bandaid we slap on situations so that we can avoid processing the actual deep core emotions or wounding that is there. And I went kind of deep on that one. And I, I know some of you will be, be following me on that. Some of you may be like, ooh, that's like this fun tingling of opening up into a new understanding about that. But either way, we get to recognize that judging something is right or wrong. 
judging someone's path of eating meat or not eating meat, judging someone's path of living in their passion or not living in their passion, whether it's conscious or an unconscious choice, judging that immediately creates separation from them. It creates a distance. It creates a wrongness. And we do that same thing with self in the moment, in the past, especially in the past of judging self. So to change it, to heal it, transmute it, we get to bring in new layers and new understanding, new levels of unconditional love and acceptance. And we're going to continually be activating into new layers and levels of that. This comes into a place of like even more nakedness in the authenticity, even more honesty with self and acceptance of that honesty. When you're angry, don't, don't deny that. I mean, you can, there's nothing right or wrong with that. But when you deny that, when you judge that, you immediately disconnect from self. It's going into that honest place of the anger, of what's coming up, of the core wound, of the trigger, addressing it, healing it, and transmuting it so you can once again be realigned with the ultimate truth of who you really are, which is just love, which is just pure love, light, energy. Woo! This is a fun topic. (laughs) I've enjoyed talking about this. I would love to hear your thoughts and your comments. Please remember that this is my mission and my purpose and the best way for me to live in my mission and purpose is for us to draw together the tribe. So if this is like pinging you right now as the perfect message for someone, you know, shoot them the link, send them a private message, tag them in it, let them know about the podcast, let them know about our Facebook community, the Rebel Haven community. Let's, let's bring in the tribe. Let's bring in all of these people that are here, a part of this uh, fractal of evolution, our family, so that we can all come together and learn and grow together. I know that this community um, is full of some of my best students and um, my greatest teachers, just like you know the relationship between me and me, um, me and you know my lovers, my family, my friends. That's how it works. That's how the oneness really works. And it requires us to always be in a constant state of um, humble confidence, mastering of being in both places and holding both resonances. So, wow, I feel like that's like, you know, 10 podcasts I just said there that we can dive even deeper into. If there's a topic or a question that you have that you would love me to address on an episode, be sure to comment, send me a PM and, you know, we'll dig into it. Why the heck not? I learn and grow as we all learn and grow together. So this is a very fun co-creative experience. That being said, I love you so much. I want to remind you that whatever it is that you're dreaming, it is yes, absolutely possible. Make it a beautiful day.